thread of the changing world of business. This is Voice America Business. Welcome to the Quantum Leap Catalyst with Terry Ostroviak. In the next hour, Terry and his guests discuss how to accelerate your business success and turn possibility into certainty. So turn up your speakers and hold on. Here's your host of the Quantum Leap Catalyst, Terry Ostroviak. Hi, everybody. This is Terry Ostroviak speaking to you once again, not from San Diego as usual, but from Tel Aviv in Israel. We have a beautiful day here. It's been, the sun has been shining, and we have very, very interesting topic that we're going to be talking about today that I'm sure will be very exciting for everybody. And it has to, I'll be, we'll be talking with a really serious and very, very experienced businessman who is the chairman of an insurance company here in Israel and um, has been working in this field for many, many years. Originally, he graduated, I suppose, more, more than 10 years ago from New York University uh, with an MBA degree. He's um, very, very qualified in the area of finance. And his major interest is in uh, vision and long-term vision for organizations. And he talks about mainly the fact that we tend to live in the now and very often don't really know what's going on um, uh, with what comes up in the future. And we certainly don't plan for what comes up in the future. And that, of course, is a, a serious issue that we, we need to be considering. So... Um, Vitally important, uh, we, this is what we're going to be talking about today that's going to make a huge difference. Our guest, and I'd, I'd like you to welcome him, I'll give you a few more details about him in a moment. Um, his name is Ron Weisberg, so good morning, or good afternoon actually here in Tel Aviv, Ron, and good morning to anybody that's listening in on the west coast of the United States, good afternoon to people that are in Europe and uh, Goodness knows what time it is in Australia, New Zealand now. It's probably late in the day at this at this moment. So let's let's start off the show, Ron. Let's just talk about what is it what is it that uh, you do best in your business? Well, one of the best uh, thing that I do actually is is determine determine what our company does best and look into the future to see how to adapt, adjust, and build the strategic vision of the company uh, into the future. Okay, so tell me about that. I mean, you must have had some experiences in your life, uh, in the particularly in the insurance industry, which you've been most of your life, I imagine. Um, yes. What is it? What is it that caused you to feel that that would be the most important thing that you do? Uh, well, the, the thing that uh, is very important to uh, to understand that the daily daily day operation of uh, of a corporation is uh, something which uh, which many qualified people can do, but yes. uh, it's very difficult. Very difficult. Really to look uh, into the future and find what will be working, what will be the right thing to do five, ten years down the road. So, uh, uh, and this is actually what uh, what I've been doing in the last, I would say, uh, 15 years 
mainly in, uh, in the financial field, but also in other fields as well. So the uh, the important thing for me, actually, to know that uh, what I do is what I'm getting paid for, is really analyze daily in and daily out what are the strengths of uh, of uh, my company, of my organization, uh, as of today, in order to uh, actually to extrapolate it and to enhance it uh, into the future, while the other managers in the company, usually either the general manager, the managing directors, and other executives in the company, are managing the daily, daily operation. So you see your role actually as chairman of an organization to look much more at the future of the organization than the, the daily operating. You leave that to, to your other managers. Is that what you're saying? Exactly, exactly. And that's your strength. That's what you say. Exactly. And this is my thing. This has been my strength for uh, for years. And this is actually my, my, I would say, my specialty. Right. It's uh, like uh, it's more like a strategic planner and strategic, uh, I would say, guider uh, of the of the company uh, into the future. While yes. of course, like any other one, uh, we have to of course monitor what we're doing uh, on a daily basis, but. It's not on, a, on an operational basis. Yes. Okay, and that's the point. So how would that relate to, let's say, to general business, maybe not as large as yours? What kind of um, insight would you have about that that probably goes wrong in many smaller businesses? Right. When people, yes. I would say that the most important thing is to understand that uh, it doesn't matter the size of the business because we have seen in the past very large businesses that has vanished, and we have seen in the past uh, very small businesses that uh, have grown to be very, very large ones. The main insight uh, is really to understand that uh, it's not enough to be comfortable with what we're doing today, but uh, we have to be very comfortable of uh, uh, knowing what we're going to do tomorrow, or I mean in the future. Yes. Right. One of the things that you say, I know, in, in we, we talked about it in the description of today's show, is our company is doing fine, everyone is busy, we're making a profit, we're conquering more of the markets, we have great market share, but we're not looking at the 10 to 15 years ahead. Will our company, in fact, even still be alive at that time? That's the kind of question that you ask. Is that correct? Exactly. And I think only by uh, asking yourself uh question and actually dealing with it almost, I would say, almost on a daily basis. And only by doing that, we are increasing dramatically our chances actually to exist 10, 15 years down the road. Right. Now, tell me, is this just an innate um, quality or, or a strength that you've got that you were born with? Because for, you've been in leadership now for 25 years in the business world, probably focusing mainly on international business strategy. Did you, were you just born with this talent, or do you think it's true of many business people that no, they have this ability to see to see ahead? Uh, well, I don't think you are you're born with it, but definitely it's a, it's, it's a quality that you develop over time. Right. And uh, you uh, you study, you learn, you uh, you experience. You, right. Uh, you made mistakes. Yes. You go on, and by uh, you know by actually dealing with it on almost on a daily basis, you develop the expertise. 
the expertise of being able to look ahead. Right, exactly. Exactly. I would say it's almost, almost a profession. What happens if you don't do that? What happens to, to the organization if you're just concentrating on the next few months? What happens is that the business slowly, slowly gets, uh, I would say, stagnated. Right. Slowly, slowly gets stagnated because, because the market, the market is uh, developing all the time, every right. day. Uh, changes uh, are occurring uh, every day and, uh, and the, the dynamic of the business world is such that, uh, that you cannot really uh, say that what I'm doing today is going to be viable for tomorrow. So while it's very important to make sure that you, uh, you're running your business, you're getting market share, you're having the right profits, profit margins, yeah, you have the sales force, you're selling, and uh, you're comfortable with that, you're making money, you're getting profits, you get bonuses, everything is fine. Uh, still, uh, you have all the time to look at uh, what's going to happen uh, uh, with your business uh, a few years uh, down the road. And uh, the most important thing, you know, to start with it is really to understand, to understand very well your business as what you're doing today, uh, and know what you do best and what you don't do, be- what you don't know how to do, and really feel comfortable of uh, of the industry you're in it and uh, the activity of people uh, and the business. Once uh, once you feel comfortable there then you know where you're coming from in order to really analyze where you go. Where you need to go. We're going into a break right now, Ron, and then we'll be back in a few moments. And uh, to to the listeners that are listening in, remember that you can call in or even email to me, and we'll give you that information in a moment. But we're going into the break right now. Stay with us, everybody. Hi, everybody. This is Terry Ostroviak speaking to you from Tel Aviv in Israel, and I have an Israeli guest with me today. The subject that we're discussing is called future opportunities and hurdles for our company. It's related on the future. How do we look at the future? And most importantly, are we ready for the challenge of the future? Our guest is the chairman of of the board of of a large insurance company called ILD Insurance and also the chairman of a company called ICIC, Credit Insurance Company. He has an MBA degree from New York University, 25 years of leadership experience in the business world, and he focuses mainly on international business strategy. And the question that he always asks is, we're doing fine right now. Will our company still be here in five to ten years? So that's a vital one. What we just discussed a moment ago is the subject of what do I do best and know what that is so that we can build on that for the future. Ron, let's talk about uh, for a moment uh, is you, you mentioned that there's a, the next, the second step in the process, which is what? Well, the second step in that process is uh, analyzing the market and try to get an opinion yes. uh, as to what is what will be needed in the market ten years down the road. Of course, with relation to your business. Yes. Uh, and this is not an, uh, only a pure, uh, I would say, uh, it's not a uh, guessing, and it's not uh, coming up with uh, ideas from uh, from out uh, out of the blue, but really by analyzing the fundamentals of uh, of the market that I'm uh, I'm dealing with. Can you give us uh, an example of of, of course, if we take, uh, for example, uh, for example, uh, the, uh, one of the insurance companies that I'm chairing is uh, yes. 
KSA, which is a credit insurance company in Israel. And uh, it's actually it's a company that today is a prime company. It's a market leader in a very developing, uh, uh, I would say, uh, years ago, 
and actually took uh, actually took an opinion of what's what's going to happen uh, in the next ten years, and of course, as a result, doing all kind of uh, taking all kind of actions in terms of strategic planning and strategic implementation in order to get to get there. Well, I'm going to ask you a question now, just so that it becomes even clearer, if I may. And that is, I imagine, and I'm, I'm just going to feed this back to you, I imagine that when a market is unstable, then the credit risks are higher, and then, then that becomes the time that you need this kind of credit insurance. Is that the idea? Maybe when a market's undeveloped uh, and, and, it, and it's unstable. Uh, well, no, uh, even in a, on a stable market, yes. even in, on a very developed market, credit yes. insurance is a product which uh, actually gives it additional comfort and additional, uh, I would say, uh, hedge to the risk of, uh, of a corporation which has a substantial amount of uh, sales to, uh, to customers that need to pay on credit. Right. So I think it's a... Uh, it's more, I would say, it's actually even the, the other way around. Actually, the more the economy is developed, the the higher the level of uh, use of uh, credit insurance. Okay. And actually, that's what I would say was the fundamental idea of uh, almost knowing ten years ago that this type of uh, of business, this type of segment of the insurance industry, is right. going to de- to develop dramatically. All right, now I'm going to ask you to just change horses just for a moment. If you were looking at a number of small businesses and you'd say, we need to look at the market need in order to re- respond or react to that market, what kind of examples would you give to smaller businesses to look for? What sort of, um, what kind of things would they need to have a look at in order to meet that market need ahead of time? Uh, well, what, what I would look at the smaller business is yes. is the things that, uh, that I think the market is going to change the most in, yes. in, in, in our business. In my yes. Uh, for example, uh, for example, if I have a store, yes, uh, any kind of store, let's take uh, for example a music store. Yes. Would I look if, if I look in the future? What what my opinion is? Is the market going to uh, uh, to keep on being a small uh, stores uh, spread around the country, or is it going to be major chains of uh, music stores that are going to uh, be centralized and uh, concentrated? So we have to be watching the competition all the time to see what what's penetrating, what's not working so well, and constantly be in tune with what's going on around us. Is that the idea? You have to understand what's going on around you, and also understand not not only what's going on today, but uh, understand what's going to happen and what are the changes that are uh, going to occur in yes. my specific uh, line of business. Yes, okay, uh, that's what I'm getting at. And so, you the, the whole time you literally have to be living in the future, thinking about what the possibilities are for the future. Exactly, all the time. If you don't look at the future, it's as if you're living in the past. You have to look at the <laughs> I like that expression. I think that's great. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Okay, and that's, and that's really what you're suggesting as advice for people that are in, in any kind of business. Any that kind of business, it doesn't matter really the size. Small business, large business, yes. uh, any kind of industry. It's very important that you look into your business and really analyze 
what's uh, not only what's going on today with the with the industry you're in it, but yes. also what's what do you think is going to happen one year, two years, five years down the road? Yes, and 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 in fact, the reason that people don't do that is what? The reason that uh, first of all. Uh, I would say the the most uh, basic thing is that they're very busy. They're very busy uh, living the daily uh, daily life, uh, making yes. money, surviving. Some, uh, right. some of us are, you know, most of our businesses are surviving, and uh, it's very difficult to uh, to you know just uh, stop for a minute and uh, look for, uh, on on our business. Yes. A different, very different perspective. Like, right, we're going to go into a break right now, Ron, and okay. then uh, we'll have an opportunity of talking about what do we need to do then to go from where we are right now to, to that future need that suddenly appeared. Folks, so stay with us and we'll be back in a moment. Hi, everybody. This is Terry Ostroviak speaking to you from Tel Aviv in Israel. My guest today, Ronnie Weisberg, is chairman of the board of a company called ILD Insurance Corporation and also ICIC Credit Insurance Company. And he's talking to us about the subject, future opportunities and hurdles for our organization. Are we ready for the challenge? He says, we might be doing very well right now. We might be making a good profit. But what about the next 10 to 15 years? In fact, will our company still be here in that time? That's what we've discussed. And he started off by saying to us, what do I do best? That's one of the first things we need to do. And secondly, what is our market need that we need to attend to right now? So I'm going to ask him this very simple question. Ronnie, yes. what do I need to get there? Well, this is, uh, I would say, almost uh, the most important stage of, uh, of uh, really getting there is is to do all the right things today and tomorrow in order to uh, actually to survive for the next few years in order to uh, uh, to get to the right place and to be on the right market and make money not only today but also 10 years down the road and the thing that we need to do first of all is uh, make sure that uh, that we have the right people with us to do it uh, our partners our uh, Employees, our managers, uh, are people that are really has to be geared into uh, into the future. They have to be uh, uh, people that uh, understand the changes, yes. that uh, that are uh, willing to, to accept changes and to uh, and to adapt them. And if we uh, look into our organization. Uh, analyze what we have in terms of, uh, of the right people, and right. slowly, slowly, um, you know, uh, enhance and upgrade the le- the level of, uh, of personnel that we have in order to make sure that we are going forward and actually not backward. Because most, uh, you know, most of the companies that uh, has not succeeded, I would say. So more than 50% of the reason that, uh, that caused that was, I would say, the human factor. People that were not... Yes. Interesting that you say that. There was an interesting book uh, on the market a number of years ago that made a huge impact on me, probably on many other people as well. It was called From Good to Great. Do you remember it at all? Yes. And in the book he talks about, the author talks about the fact that really what we need to do is before we even develop the strategy, we need to decide who's on the bus and very, very importantly, who's not on the bus. 
And he went on to say that um, if we start our organization with people who are definitely committed, on the bus simply meaning who's committed to going the full the full tilt with us and, and make sure that, uh, that they're as committed as maybe the chairman or the chief executive of the company is, and only then start the strategy. Would you, do, you, do you subscribe to that? Yes. I think it's, uh, it's most, uh, most important because uh, if, you, uh, if you don't have the right people with you, yes. uh, then perhaps uh, you're going to make money this year and maybe successful next year, but you're going to fade out slowly, slowly. And, uh, and you, need, uh, you need to be sure that the people that are uh, uh, going the, the whole way with you are people yeah. that are uh, able to uh, actually to deliver the, uh, would say the results not only today and tomorrow, but also, uh, also five years from now. So, uh, uh, so it's it's very very important to make sure that uh, that uh, the personnel, the people, the managers uh, are such uh, uh, people that uh, are able to do what uh, what is needed. Uh, this, and, and it's the case in all organization. If you have uh, a situation where you need to change some people, uh, you yeah. need to. Uh, you need to uh, educate them. You need to uh, enhance them. You need to. You have to take all the actions and all the activities, you know, in order to make sure that uh, not only I feel comfortable right now because I'm making uh, some money, but part of it is, uh, I would say, reinvested into the human factor of the of the business. Is that something that you you've done in your organization? Yes, of course, of course. It's. Uh, uh, I would say that this is maybe one of the most, uh, one of the two critical uh, success factor uh, looking into the future, is uh, because uh, uh, because once I was comfortable with the people that I'm going with, uh, the people that are going with me, uh, then I was sure that uh, most of the obstacles that came along the way. And there has been many obstacles along the way uh, are such uh, that uh, we will we'll be able to overcome and uh, and solve and uh, actually uh, change uh, some you know disadvantages into uh, into opportunities uh, because it's always at the end of the day it's uh, business it doesn't matter what kind of business at the end of the day it's uh, determined by people. Yes. So I would say this is one of the the most important thing to uh, to do in order to get there. The second thing now, what, is, yes, is, is sorry, is, Okay, the second thing that is uh, very important, I would say, is uh, is uh, infrastructure. Yeah, uh, it's every everyone with his own business. Uh, either it's infrastructure in terms of technology, yeah. or in terms of uh, facility, in terms of uh, plants, uh, manufacturing. It uh, doesn't matter. Each one is with with his own business, but it's very important to make sure that the, that you have a, a good infrastructure and actually you're developing it while you are doing the ordinary business on a daily basis. You're developing it actually to make sure that it will be ready uh, uh, for the future and actually not only ready but also uh, adjusted. To, uh, to the future needs. Uh, 
because infrastructure, again, since the markets are changing rapidly, infrastructure, uh, sometimes you're, you're very comfortable with what you have, you're sure that it's going to work forever, and uh, it can, in one year, suddenly it can be obsolete, although it's the state of the art. So it's always uh, important to uh, invest in uh, you know, it's, it's amazing. Often I do talk to business people, especially small business people, don't put as much emphasis onto the planning of their business. They're just uh, working on the operational aspect of it and literally responding or reacting to the challenges that come up every day. Yes, that's true. And don't, and don't think about anything more than just that. It's that's true. You know, myself, you know, myself, I was, uh, I was pretty lucky. Yeah. Uh, being able to uh, to invest most of my time in uh, in uh, you know in strategic planning and investing in the future, but yeah. uh, but most of the people that has to do both tasks actually, and uh, my recommendation would be is uh, on even on a daily or even on a, on a daily basis at least one third of your uh, of your uh, efforts of your time I would say of the managerial time. Yeah. is to invest uh, in the future. And only two-thirds keep uh, doing the, the daily things oh, on, a base, on, a, on a daily basis. It's very important because this is, uh, I would say, the almost, I think the, almost the, most important, the most important thing that you can do in order to, uh, to make sure that your business is, uh, is surviving uh, on a long-term basis and not only on the short-term. Yeah, I suppose most people, um, it, it really is a timing element, isn't it? The way that we use our time. And people who are caught up in the urgency of the moment forget about looking at stuff like that. They haven't got time to sit that's around true. and plan. That's yeah. true. That, uh, you know, most of us don't have the time to uh, even to think about it. But we have to make up the time and we have to, uh, we have to force ourselves to yes. address these issues, uh, and uh, the only way to do it is to really understand and really comprehend that uh, it's uh, it's uh, at least as important as uh, running uh, our daily operation on uh, you know successfully. It's at least as important. Uh, I think that's uh, most big, the most significant thing that you've said today so far is that element that uh, it, it really is just not something that it's an absolute. We just can't even um, imagine ourselves running a successful business long term without spending spending that time doing that. That's really what you're suggesting to us, and I think that's exactly. fantastic. Even in small businesses, you're saying that. Even in small businesses, actually, actually, I think it's even more important in small businesses because. You know, large businesses, they're fading out more slowly. Let's say yes. When I take them, uh, it won't take them, let's say, two, three years. It will take them, let's say, five, seven years to fade out. Yes. But uh, small businesses, it's even more important. It's more important. Yes. Because uh, otherwise, uh, one morning, we can wake up and uh, our business is obsolete. <laughs> yeah, because the market has moved to a different place. Because right. the product has changed dramatically. And then we have to really start to run very quickly to to catch to really to catch to catch up with the with the lost time that we we have not right. attention. We're going into a break right now, and uh, we'll ask Ron to talk about um, 
some of the other things that, that are vital in this area. For instance, what do I have to do now in order to prepare myself for that future? So we've discussed what it is, but what do we actually have to do? So we'll come back just after the break. Stay with us, folks, and uh, we'll talk more about that in a moment. My guest, remember, Ron Weisberg, talking to us from Tel Aviv. See you in a moment. Hi, everybody. This is Terry Ostroviak, not talking to you from San Diego as usual, but here in Tel Aviv in Israel. Our guest is the chairman of two organizations, maybe even more, but chairman of the board of ILD Insurance Corporation and a company called ICIC, Credit Insurance Company. Um, he's talking to us about future opportunities and whatever challenges or hurdles we have to overcome in order to be able to do our businesses. And he says, are we ready for this challenge? He goes on to say that um, we might be doing very well right now, but if we don't spend at least, he said, a third of our time on the element of vision, envisioning the future, we might not be here in 10 to 15 years, might not even be here in five years. So, Ron, let's talk about, we've talked about in the last segment, we talked about what do I need to do to get there, and you said we need to be staffing our organization with the right kind of people, we need to develop an infrastructure and a plan for the future. Right. So let's talk about what do I have to do right now? What well, are some of those areas? Well, right now, I think, first of all, the most important thing is to make sure that uh, our business is still doing well on a daily basis as well. We have to make yes. sure that uh, although we have a very nice and very important uh, vision of the future and we understand the market and yes. we know where we want to get there, we want to get, but still we have to make sure that uh, that what we're doing today is uh, is okay. The company is doing good. We're making money, and uh, uh, this is the uh, I would say the in the meanwhile. Uh, secondly, what we need to do is to we need to allocate. We have to allocate part of our uh, I would say our profits or our uh, equity or our investments uh, uh, to the things that we. Uh, we decided we want to uh, to enhance and to improve and to uh, and to develop. Uh, you mean I can't just grab the money that's that's sitting in the bank there and go and use it to buy a new car or okay, well, you to buy a new car and enjoy it? But uh, I'm not sure uh, that you'll uh, you'll be there ten years from now or five years <laughs> from now to enjoy it. Oh, see, we uh, have to postpone the instant gratification. In other exactly, words, that's or at least or at least limited to. Uh, <laughs> to the right size and the right uh, and the right thing that we need. So we have to take part of the part of the uh, of the assets that we have and allocate allocate them into the development of uh, what we decided and what we believe uh, is important in our organization to develop. Whether it's people, whether it's infrastructure, whether it's product. Uh, uh, and this is, uh, uh, I would say, almost uh, almost uh, crucial to understand that part of the uh, of the profits and part of the benefits that we are uh, enjoying today is actually things that we have uh, developed uh, five, ten years ago. And in order to make sure that five, ten years down the road we'll uh, continue to enjoy it, then. Uh, we have to invest part of it back into the business and into the, I would say, into the strategic investment that uh, um, that we decided that uh, are important to invest in. 
absolutely vital. I mean, you know, I'm just thinking as you were saying this right now, I remember a number of years ago I was living in the Netherlands and I was working for probably the la- I was working with, not for, but the largest uh, uh, accounting and auditing company in the world and the senior executives of the company would not allow people to buy the latest model German luxury motor cars and uh, I think they were a little bit upset about that. And he said, well, we just don't want to give them the wrong impression that uh, we're just taking all this money and we're just spending it on luxury cars. We need to be allocating that money for the building of the business, and we just can't afford to have people doing things like that. That's true. That's true. At least in our, let's say, just for example, in our our organization, and uh, we are uh, reallocating today uh, at least one-third of the profits uh, back into the business, and not, and not uh, specifically for things that are uh, uh, needed for uh, this year or next year or the year after. But uh, at least one third of the uh, of the profits are uh, reinvested in infrastructure, yeah. uh, things that are going to be important uh, five years and seven years down the road. That far ahead, you're yes, saying. it's very important. Because you never know what challenges are coming up. Exactly. Because yeah. you have to take into consideration that uh, uh, part of the things that uh, uh, that you think are going to work five years, ten years from now uh, are not going to be the case. They're not going to be the right thing. So yeah. uh, if you, uh, let's put it this way, if you gamble on only one idea, one concept alone, then uh, it's too risky. So you have to have uh, an overall idea. You have to, uh, uh, the investment that you make, uh, have to have uh, uh, different uh, disciplinaries ideas, different uh, segments, uh, and you have to uh, make sure that you don't pull, put all your uh, eggs into uh, one basket, but actually spread it uh, around the strategic, uh, I would say, strategic opinion that you have uh, as to what your business should look like uh, in the future. Um, and in the end of the day, it's always an incremental uh, activity. It's not something dramatic that you're doing. Even if you decide that you want to buy an additional company, uh, it's incremental. It's, you don't do something that uh, is going to throw you completely from uh, your core business because that's, uh, that's too aggressive. But yes. what you do is everything that you invest is incremental, another year, another idea, another concept. And slowly, slowly, if you... Uh, you build up that sort of leverage that, that, that strengthens your business. Exactly. Ron, let's uh, summarize. We're getting fairly close to the end of the show now, and then just briefly, um, we have no rush, but let's briefly go through the things that okay. you've uh, shared with us today, which come from your 25 years of leadership in top-level business and your background and your international thinking. So number one, you said we need to do what? First of all, we have to make sure that we know what we do best. And concentrate and what, Exactly. And what is our strength. Yeah. Uh, and, by, and by knowing it, it's, uh, it's um, puts you a level of comfort to understand where we're coming from. Right. It's very important to understand where we're coming from. 
for our confidence level and the confidence of people in our business. Exactly. Excellent. This is the, the first stage. The second right. stage is, is uh, analyze the market and get an opinion as to what the market would look like in relation to our company, in relation to our product, in relation to our business, uh, five and ten years down the road. Right. Uh, and not postpone that decision. Really not take the trouble to work us. Really. Really postpone And do you, in fact, I must ask you this question. Do you make your people do exactly that too? Of course. Of course. They have to, uh, uh, they have to uh, not only uh, think about it and not only analyze right. it, but they have to represent it right. to, uh, right. know, to the board, they have to present it to the managers, and, right. and really do all the work in order Very good. Step number three? Step number three is, uh, is really make the right investment uh, in two major uh, things. First of all, is people. Yes. People, people, people. Invest right. in their enhancement, invest in their, uh, in their capabilities, invest in their uh, uh, right. ability to understand the future. And, and you said infrastructure. And the second thing is infrastructure. Business without an infrastructure, it's not a business. So we right. have to have some kind of infrastructure. It all depends what kind of business you're in and what right. kind of infrastructure you need. And finally, is, uh, and finally is actually what do we do today and how do we actually get there slowly, slowly. Uh, it's an incremental uh, activity, daily activity uh, that we have to do, invest part of our profit into the business, into the business not only for things that we need for tomorrow morning, but mainly for things that we think, we believe will be needed five right. years down the road. Ron, thank you so much for your insights today and the message that you've given us and for giving me an opportunity also for interviewing somebody in a in a completely different market to the American market that we normally uh, are discussing on a show like this. I really enjoyed being with you. Thank you very much. Folks, if you want any more information about this, the uh, go to my website, qlcats.com, to find out some more information about it. You'll be very and, – and you just go into the – or you can write to me at Terry at qlcat, Q, quantum leap catalyst, qlcatcat.com, and uh, if you – want to find out more about that, maybe I can help you with that as well. Next week I will be interviewing another person here in Tel Aviv. Um, he is uh, the head of, a, of, of an organization that does venture capitalists, they a venture capital company, and you'll be very interested to listen to him talk about why Israel has been so successful in startups, uh, venture capital startups, and really have made a huge impact on the world. He's, he's a managing partner of a company called Evergreen, and his name is Boaz Dinti. Unusual name, but uh, that'll be my guest next week. Thank you for being with us. Goodbye, everybody. See you next week, same time.